Hello sacred souls and welcome to My Sacred Return, the podcast. I'm Liz and I created this space to help you connect with experiences that let you know you're understood. Whether you're struggling to juggle the weights of the world, feel like childhood wounds are still holding you back or just want to peek into the life of someone doing the work, I'm pretty sure that I have something for you here. So let's talk. Hello my sacred souls and welcome back to another episode of My Sacred Return the podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I'm Liz and if you're returning, thank you so much for being here with me again. This week's episode, I want to get straight to the point and I just wanted to have a little talk with you guys about what kind of medicine we're consuming. Now, For those who have been here for a while, you will know that I took two months away from Instagram to just take some time to myself. If you follow me on Instagram, then you'll know I do regularly take two weeks off, three weeks off here and there. But this time I wanted to take two months off dedicated to just living my life and figuring out what I wanted to do in my relationship with social media. Now, my relationship with social media has always been... I can see its benefits but I can also see where it can become toxic and I can also see where I use it as a distraction but this time when I went on my break I was trying to figure out what is medicinal for me and what is actually poisonous. By this I mean it's easy to see when we're consuming things that aren't healthy when the thing we're consuming is blatantly toxic so for example seeing videos of people being harmed, seeing things with trigger warnings and still watching them for 10 minutes and then wondering afterwards why we are so dysregulated. But also there are some things that we grow out of that also are poisonous to us if we are trying to move forward in our journey. And so by being able to pull myself away on this social media break, I was able to realise what things I was consuming, whether it were accounts, content, videos, people, relationships that weren't healthy to where I was going and then readjust so that I can come back and notice a difference and also be willing to make the changes that I need to to stay in this healthy state and only consume what is medicine for me. So the first thing I'm going to get into is asking you to think about what medicine are you consuming? What accounts do you follow on social media? What videos do you watch on YouTube, say? What shows do you watch on Netflix? What music do you listen to? The things that we consume make up a lot of our life because they help to condition us. And when we are born and we come into this world, we're already conditioned by our parents, our community, schools and all these different type of things. And when you get to a point where you are on a healing journey, there are going to be a lot of things that you have to look back on, review from your past to make changes to move forward. However, sometimes people feel like they're not moving forward and they're so stuck although they've worked so much on the things that have happened to them in the past, but it's because they are actually still consuming things that are a further development of those things now and are not willing to let go. So I know for me, something that I say to you all often is that being a people pleaser is something that was drummed into me my whole entire life in a way that consumed me. I 
would always say that my baseline of my conditioning is to be a people pleaser. So I have to consciously make sure that I am not people pleasing. And I always have to check in with myself and review where I'm showing up out of character of who I truly am. Now, growing up, I didn't really know my true genuine character because people pleaser was so dominant in my life that my true authentic self would only show up every so often. Now I'm at a balance where my true authentic self is dominant. However, the people pleasing does show up. And so one of the things I noticed with what I was consuming is that there were some things that I'd outgrown. There were some habits, behaviours and things that I personally was not partaking in anymore but because I had met people along the journey um, or supported people along the journey or had gone to certain people for teaching say for example or had formed friendships or relationships or family ties with people and situations and places that helped me at a point in my healing journey and was still involved in things that I was no longer resonating with I would just be like, okay, don't judge, allow it. And I would consistently still be consuming this stuff just out of support. This is where my people pleaser was showing up because it doesn't mean you don't care for people if you're no longer willing to consume the things. If the things that you have evolved from are still in your face, they can become actually poisonous for you because they're pulling you back to somewhere where you're trying to move from. And this is not to put the blame on anyone else. This is complete accountability for ourselves. A lot of the time, people aren't forcing us to listen to their music. They're not forcing us to watch their films or their shows. They're not forcing us to follow them on social media and consume their content. We have told ourselves for whatever reason, we have these internal beliefs that we can't move forward, that we can't let them go, that if you unfollow someone off social media, it's the worst thing in the world. And I know some people don't like it. I know some people do kick off if you unfollow them on social media. But at the end of the day, we have to prioritize protecting our peace. And sometimes that isn't going to be roses and lilies. Sometimes that will result in tears for a moment. But it will be for a moment and that time will pass. I had to take my people pleaser glasses off and look again at all of the things I was consuming and I want to say at least 50% of the things that I was consuming. I wouldn't necessarily say really like TV and things but definitely some music that I still had to adjust, get rid of or even change the music to. So sometimes there was music we're listening to that is completely unhealthy, toxic. Sometimes though, there is music that the song has a beautiful message, but maybe there's a bit much of the profanity and you can just look for the clean version. I've done that with a lot of songs and the energy and how I feel shifts, but some songs we can't just change for the clean version. And so I just had to get rid of those. As someone who consumes a lot of music, that really made a big shift for me. And just listening more to like my manifesting love playlist, which I have an episode about manifesting with music if you want to check that out and see how that works. But a lot of soft music, nice music, light music that makes me feel good. That doesn't mean that I don't listen to music that makes me want to really, really dance but it means that I prioritise all of the things that feel like medicine for me and the things that do make me want to get up and dance. I have to check in with myself. What energy is in this and is it worth it? Some things are harmless, but some things, the message of the music, the content, the words used, even just the sounds, 
they can hit your nervous system for you to react in a way that once that music starts playing, you're, you've got this buzz that's unhealthy, that doesn't leave you, that you're constantly walking around and you're hearing certain words in your head that are affirmations. That isn't healthy for me. That is not what I want to ingrain in my mind. I have to listen to music that meets me where I'm at and doesn't take me out of my centre. And I already like to watch a lot of nice, loving, sweet films, light films. However, sometimes I would watch things that are very heavy and dark. And by heavy and dark, I don't necessarily mean horror, but I mean... I have always been interested in crime and understanding the mind and obviously with the work that I do, understanding the mind, traumas, how things pass on is very important but consuming too much documentaries of fatal attractions and murder mysteries and things like that, it can be unhealthy because you're wiring yourself to constantly consume this stuff, you need a break, you need a space and whatever you're consuming, if you are going to consume things like that, just like as a counsellor myself, counsellors go to therapy too, it's advised for us to go to therapy too. We're consuming so many things of people's traumas, we'll have our own because everyone has their own right, then you're consuming so much of other people's traumas, you have to be able to continue that process of letting it out and so anything you're consuming please just consume things in moderation unless it is purely medicine, purely makes you feel happy, healthy and also is within its expiry date. Emotionally, and I call it emotional intolerance, emotionally we become intolerant to certain things. And so say you have followed someone on social media and you've learned from them about traumas, you've learned from them, you know, the names of things. Even me, take me for example, say you followed me on social media and you found out about covert incest. You never knew about it before, now you found it and that has sent you on your own journey of discovery to understand the things for you. Now, if you're working through that, you've worked through it, you've got to a point of understanding and you're moving forward, but then my content is still centred about around covert incest, enmeshment dynamics where you have reached a point where consuming more of that would be poisonous for you, you should unfollow. You should unfollow and move to the next phase of your life wherever you've been led in your personal journey away from what you've seen. You don't have to continue to follow someone constantly, especially those of us who are doing this work of sharing information and enlightening people. Some people do need the constant information to unpack. Some people don't have the time to go further. Some people have the tolerance to be able to still consume and it is part of their path and they may need to consume for longer periods of time. However, some people don't need all of that. Some people only need to follow a page for two months to get the awakening they need and then they can go on their own self-discovery journey. Don't keep consuming content past its expiry date within you and you'll know when you start to see things and it starts to rub you the wrong way when you start to feel triggered don't get to a point where you think oh well I thought I've healed this and I've worked on this but I'm still triggered when I see this content so I'm going to keep consuming it until I don't feel triggered again that is ignoring your internal intuition your internal alarm and that's not healthy for us just like with any medicine True medicine, we're only supposed to take for certain periods of time. So a lot of medicine will be like, you take this for three months, you're not supposed to really go past that. Take this for six months, that's the maximum, don't go past that. 
it should be the same with when you're consuming things on a healing journey and you're working through certain things consumed for a certain period of time then at least take a break to review yourself see how you can cope without it and then come back and so with social media it's great to take a social media break if you're if you can identify the things that aren't healthy for you unfollow just unfollow. If it's music, delete it. If it's film, stop watching it, etc. However, if you can't really sure, you're not really clear, or like me, you are someone with people pleaser tendencies, then take a social media break to figure it out so you're away from it because then you get to feel what, you can feel the difference. You can feel, okay, there's something that's not healthy with my interaction with social media because when I'm away from it for a certain period of time, I feel better. So what is it? Sometimes it can be the screen time. Using the phone too much is not healthy for us anyway. So sometimes it can be the screen time. Maybe you need to limit the amount of time that you use your phone when you go back to it. Maybe it is having too many devices around. So maybe when you're using your phone, you're not in the same room as your laptop. Or if you're watching TV, you're not using your phone and scrolling at the same time. All of these things can interact with us. So depending on how your nervous system is set up, it could be those things. However, if you're still using your phone, say you're still listening to music, you're still texting friends, but just that space away from Instagram, for example, or TikTok makes you feel better, then it's what are you consuming on those apps you're able to identify the source when you step back and you give yourself this wider view of what's going on in your life. And it's so important for us to do that because medicine is not lifelong. All medicine has an expiry date. All medicine has an expiry date. And that's no different emotionally and spiritually. Things have expiry dates. Take the time to notice when something that was medicine for you has run its course because once you keep taking it you're going to make yourself sick emotionally spiritually and then it can manifest physically or if you are someone with a very 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 sensitive nervous system the physical might hit you before you even realize that it's done damage spiritually and emotionally in my journey I came off social media because I knew my relationship with social media was having its impact Also, relationships in my personal life have an impact and in other people's personal lives have an impact too. So it's important to think about what conversations are you having. And just as I said that, I thought about when Oprah was interviewing Meghan Markle, who has a podcast now, by the way, and I am team Meghan, so I'm just letting that out there. I am absolutely team Meghan and she has a podcast now called The Archetypes. It's on Spotify. If you haven't checked it out, check it out because it's going to be brilliant. I've already listened to the first episode, going to listen to the second one today. Brilliant. Anyway, but I remembered when Oprah said to her, she was talking about things that were said, and Oprah said, who's having that conversation with you? And ultimately, that is the gist of this, like, who is having certain conversations with you? Who are you having certain conversations with? What are you speaking about? For some people, when they go through a situation letting it all out in a way where they get it all off their chest no matter if it's said nicely is a way for them to process information and then they can move forward that can be medicine for someone however that's not medicine for everyone so if you're engaging in these conversations with people who for them offloading and you know screaming or 
letting off all these words is what will let them feel better about themselves and then afterwards they're like okay I feel better now and they reflect and repent or whatever they do but that's their process and you know your process is to take time sit and think until you have something nice to say and if you have nothing nice to say don't say anything then you need to actually assess the conversations you're having and how you talk about things with people this was something that showed up for me I don't like to talk negatively about people however in the past I definitely used to gossip with friends with family I was so not my own person, it would be so easy for me to sit there and think, I'm not interested in talking about anyone, I hope when these people get here they're not going to be gossiping, they come in, they tell me gossip, I'm in the conversation, two hours later they've left, I'm like, why was I even talking about that, why was I talking about those people, I actually don't care, it makes no difference to my life, now I'm involved, now I'm gossiping, I'm, I would just get away with myself, right? I have been intentional about not doing that. However, sometimes I have to review things because when I'm having conversations with my friends and with my family members, I still am in my counsellor role always. So I'm always asking more questions or why did that happen? And, oh, what do you think about that? But are you sure? And I'm constantly in that role. And sometimes in those conversations, if it is about people then that I also know, I have to really check myself and think, is this a conversation I should be having? Even if I agree, even if I share the same views, it's important for me to stay in my centre and what I'm doing. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I share my opinion of understanding where afterwards I think, hmm, I didn't need to say that. Not that it's anything technically bad, but still with me, I'm starting to feel like I think everything is backbiting. <laughs> I think everything is backbiting. Even now when I do my podcast and sometimes I have to use examples, I'm like, oh my God, this feels like backbiting. So it's something I'm working on and understanding myself. But sometimes I feel like I didn't need to say that. And so I allow that to help me review what I'm doing next, moving forward, the conversations that I'm having, what I'm consuming and the energy that I'm matching. It's important for us to stay in our own energy and in order to do that we need the space to understand what is our own energy so that when we do get in situations we understand where we end and someone else begins. Otherwise it's enmeshment and if anyone who has has grown up in an enmeshed dynamic then you will know it's so easy to be enmeshed with everyone. You That's how you see relationships. It's to form in this no one knows where one person ends and the other begins but you need to be able to have your own views you need to be able to have your own opinions you need to have the space to digest the information that you're consuming and figure out what's for you and what isn't just like when we're eating food the good things stay and the things that we don't need go their separate way right gross I know but life um You have to let things process themselves, which requires more intention and slowing down. I think slowing down is the most healing, amazing thing ever. Just allowing things to process. You may think you're going to miss out, right? FOMO is not real, but FOMO is fake real, as in everyone feels it at least once in their life. And with the use of social media, technologies, things being offered as these fast tracks to success all the time, 
people may think slowing down means you're going to miss out but actually slowing down means you get to savor the experience you get to pay attention you get to make less mistakes when you slow down you get to really be present and feel the joy of what's going on in your life healing is beautiful I love that we're healing I love that I know that those who listen to this podcast are on a journey of healing themselves of changing behaviors or embracing behaviors embracing themselves and their authenticity we're all on our own journeys but our journeys are on paths to the same destination which is our highest version of ourselves so I love that we're healing but while we're healing we don't want to miss out on the journey because that's the most important part that's the most beautiful part that's where all the magic happens once we get to the end of this journey and we've succeeded our applause, right, our spiritual applause, we've made it, that is also just a moment in time, but all of the steps, how we got there, that is the true divine essence of everything, it's like when someone, you know, we see celebrities, and I love reading, and I love reading autobiographies, and seeing someone and thinking, oh my god, you're amazing, is great, right, then you want to get their book, you get their book, and you read the story, and it's like, oh my god, you're even more amazing because now I know all the steps that it took for you to get there and that's the same with us all of these steps that we're taking to get to our end goal are important so we should be able to be present to remember them if someone came to you in 10 years time or 20 years time and said you're really amazing I'd love for you to write a book about your life would you be able to get all the bits in not just the traumas not just the trauma because we can easily remember traumas unless the memories have been repressed but most of the time they can come up to the surface and be triggered but all of the the good bits the advice that you heard that helped the advice you gave someone that helped them the time where you were selfless the time where you stood up for yourself and had boundaries you were separate to others in relationship yes but healthily separate to others where you could see what your fault was if you had fault and what someone else's was where you can hold yourself accountable or where you know you were a victim it's important for us to be able to look back on our life and have this assured perception of things to say yes this was me this wasn't me when we're not able to and we're so enmeshed we lose sight of that and sometimes we hold ourselves prisoner to ideas and beliefs that were never our own but because maybe we were in relationship with people or we were consuming things that seemed cool at the time we adopted this as our own and then we move through life holding ourselves prisoner to things that aren't even us I could tell you an example I had a different perception of how I showed up in school as I grew up I actually forgot the specifics and I just started taking accountability for a lot of things that I didn't do and it took me being an adult for old friends to reach out to me and thank me for supporting them in certain areas of life or at certain times in school where I had remembered the situation differently because of what I'd allowed the story to be for example so when people are telling me the story again I'm like wait hold on I was the good guy in that story. It just makes you look at things differently. I was so enmeshed with everything that was going on. I wasn't aware of myself and my role in stories. 
I would just take on anything that people put on me and just accept it as this is who I am. There must be a reason why people are saying this. And for me, the reason is because I was not aware of myself as an individual. I always saw myself in relation to others. And that is something I've had to work on a lot on how I show up in relation to others should be just as me and I should be willing to be able to separate myself no matter the connection whether you're family whether you're a friend if I feel that we are no longer healthy together then I should be able to move on without holding myself prisoner to the ideas of oh if I'm not in this relationship with this person then it means I'm fake it means that I'm not being truthful. It means that I'm not giving them enough chances. It means that I'm not compassionate. It means I'm cold. These are different kinds of words that people have called me when I've implemented boundaries. That is going to happen if you've been a people pleaser all of your life. And I am not saying I'm perfect. I will never say I'm perfect. I know when I'm accountable, I take my accountability. And there have been times in life where I haven't known I was accountable straight away. But once I realised, I have no shame in going back and saying, okay, I was accountable. However, being accountable still doesn't mean that you can't also see that something is poison for you and so what I mean is maybe you might show up in relationships where you haven't been the best don't feel like you can't leave the relationship because you have some making up to do sometimes the best thing we can do for someone is leave them alone so you have to still protect your peace you can't hold yourself prisoner thinking you have to pay things back pay people back in your emotional transactions because that also is poisonous it's not medicinal. Do you see where I'm coming from? So basically take your time with yourself to digest the information that you're consuming, to reassess the relationships, to review everything. Keep reviewing, keep, keep, keep reviewing everything on your healing journey. Give yourself some time, say for example, every month, set aside a day, the same day every month, maybe the last day of the month, for example, to take a look at what you're doing in life, to see where you're going in life and how the things that you're involved in are affecting that. Are you in healthy relationships? Are you consuming content that is healthy for you? Are you having positive and loving conversations? Loving definitely, because sometimes loving conversations aren't always positive, but are you having loving conversations? Are you showing up as your true authentic self? Are you losing your way and being out of character? And this is one thing that I want to say, do not ever feel ashamed. Don't feel ashamed if you find yourself losing yourself in a moment and have to call yourself back. And what I mean is, if you find yourself, say, backbiting is something that has been a thing for you, right? and you find yourself in a conversation with someone, and you're gossiping, and then 20 minutes into the conversation, you think, oh, I shouldn't be having this conversation, say it, say, you know what, this conversation, actually, I've decided I don't really want to be having gossip conversations anymore, no shade to you, but I want to stop right here, or if you have friends on social media, you know, those amazing friends that we have on social media that we've never met in real life, but we call them our friends, right? Because they're so cool. Um, but if you stop resonating with them, unfollow. This is life at the end of the day. You have to do what's best for you. If your relationship with your family isn't going well and you know that 
you're not able to continue to heal in that dynamic and that environment, separate yourself. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be final. Sometimes none of these things have to be final other than the backbiting, just stop that. But sometimes these things don't have to be final. But sometimes relationships have to die so that they can be born again, which means sometimes you have to end things the way that they are and then see if you can meet again in your new space. If you allow yourself to evolve, someone else has the time to evolve. And then if you come back both evolved and you still have things in common and want to be in relationship, a friendship, etc., then do that. But if your journeys have taken you in two different places of evolution that don't match together anymore, that's okay too. The most important thing is that we heal, is that we do the work on ourselves, that we heal, that we become better in this lifetime and that we model that to those who are inspired by us those we are guardians for those whose lives we touch and sometimes we might think we're doing the bad thing of leaving someone behind stepping away from something unfollowing someone stopping supporting someone's music etc but You never know what your absence could also inspire in someone. There have been plenty of, you know, artists that make music and they're making music and it's not necessarily the most positive and people stop listening to their music because they don't resonate with it anymore. And then 10 years down the line, the artist stops making that kind of music because they're like, this doesn't feel true to my heart. All of the people that stopped listening to them may have felt bad at first, but then all of a sudden in the end they realised they felt the same thing as the artist and they can support them in another endeavour, you know? So you never know where life is going to take you. It can always go full circle, but you just have to be careful of what you're consuming. Find out what's medicine to you. It's okay if you're following a belief system and then you realise it doesn't resonate anymore. You can change. That's the whole point of this life, right? We're malleable beings we are co-creators of this reality, we have so much power in terms of ourself and what we do here that it's important to make good use of it and not just waste it, we're not here to be puppets on a string and to you know fit into everyone else's life, we already fit here in our own bodies and our own lives so what are we going to do with it? So I'll say unfollow who you need to unfollow, follow who you want to follow in this season Get yourself a spiritual practice. If you already have one, make sure that you're being disciplined with it. If you don't have one, figure out something that you want to do just every day to keep you grounded. Whether it's journaling, whether it's praying, you know, different types of things. Just find something that works for you that you can go back to every day to guide you through this experience. Drink a lot of water because when you are going through anything that is energetic, um, like implementing boundaries, etc., it has a big impact on our nervous system so just keep drinking water through it even if you don't like water drink water okay review your journey every step of the way give yourself maybe one day every month that you look over your journey and just figure out okay what's working for me what's not working for me and so on I would say give medicine time limits so maybe you see something and you think oh this might be helpful this might guide me in the right path give yourself three months or six months right to consume whatever that is taking your time along the way you know being slow don't rush it don't force it 
but seeing how it resonates. If within that space of time it no longer resonates, get rid. But if you think it resonates for the whole three months or six months, still, once you get to that period of time, review it. Review if it's something that needs to stay for another three or six months or it's something that you can part ways with. You do not want to become dependent on any man else's medicine. If you found a community however that works for you maybe it's your faith maybe it's a religion maybe it's a community you know um a school or something of teachings something that helps with your spirituality and your faith still make sure that you resonate with it but that's different than you know following meme pages and listening to music but still review everything it's important to do that so that you can just check in with yourself because a lot of time we live this life right and we don't check in with ourselves enough but we need to we need to check in with ourselves all the time along the way to ensure that we are doing things that we want to do we can't feel selfish for putting ourselves first all the time because if we're not well the things that we're doing are not well if a mother is not in her healthy state then she's not able to give her children the best of her right if you are not well in your mind, if you are not capable to make decisions for yourself, if you are being led by other people, anyone who has some knowledge that you think is more than you, then you need to recenter yourself because you make your own medicine, you make your own medicine and sometimes along the way we do need a little bit of help but ultimately we bring it back to ourselves. Remember this life is impermanent and I have an episode on impermanence. Check it out if you haven't listened to it already. And even if you have actually, just listen to it again. There's an important thing that I will say about impermanence and it's a quote that I mentioned in that episode that I read that a little girl had said and she said, you know, without impermanence, how would I grow? And that stays with me because it's true. The ever-changing life cycles is how we grow it's how we evolve so don't fear change don't resist change I understand it's something that is made to seem scary and another thing made to seem scary is the unknown but we're not supposed to know everything we're not supposed to know everything and I'm not against fortune tellers people who can see I know things I see things I understand where people have these gifts but don't become too reliant on them don't become too reliant on sitting and watching YouTube videos of people reading tarot. Don't become too reliant on any of this stuff. And also, don't allow the beliefs of other people to sway you too much away from yourself. If someone you resonate with, say they say things all the time and you resonate with them, and then they say something that you don't resonate with, don't force yourself to believe that because you think, oh, they know more than me. Go with what you actually believe. If you're supposed to believe that, when it's time for you to believe it, you will believe it. But if you're not, then you're not. Everyone's journey is different. Some people's medicine is poison to another person. Doesn't mean it's not medicine because in a time, in a space and applied to someone else, it is medicine. But to you and your reality, if it's poison, it's poison and there's no changing that. So just be mindful. What's medicine to some people might be poison to you. What's medicine to you might be poison to someone else. And that is that. And I will say, to leave it on this note, 
preach only what you practice. This is something that I was saying to a few of my friends and I'm going to continue to say, preach only what you practice. It's easy to say practice what you preach, right? But when you flip it on its head and you only preach what you practice, people will say less things because you don't practice every single thing. It's easy to say things out of your mouth. If you're dedicating time to practicing certain things, you would have less to say for one. You allow yourself to be more intentional. You allow yourself to eliminate hypocrisy from your teachings and what you're doing because you're actually embodying that which you teach, that which you seek to inspire others to. So if we want humanity to rise up, if we want everyone to, you know, get healthy and hold space for each other and bring in the community that we know we need that would be the true medicine of this world then we should preach only what we're practicing so if you want to preach more you better practice more um but yeah this episode is really I just really wanted to speak about this because it's so important and I know it's something that I converse with people about here and there behind the scenes but I just wanted to talk about it with all of you guys because it's so important don't feel guilty if you need to readjust things you know if you need to unfollow everyone off social media and then start again do it you're not prisoner to these things it's an app if you need to stop listening to someone's music I mean nine out of ten times they don't even know you listen to their music stop it's okay stop watching shows if there's conversations you don't want to have anymore it might rub some people the wrong way but at the end of the day it can rub people the wrong way they'll have to get over it but it's better than constantly abusing yourself by rubbing yourself the wrong way with things you know aren't healthy for you when medicine is past its expiry date it becomes poison please be mindful. (sighs) Yeah, so that's me for today. It's all I had to say. It's a lot, but it's not. (laughs) Um, It's all I had to say. Again, I want to thank you all for being with me for another week. I appreciate you all. I decided recently that the first season of this podcast is going to end at 50 episodes um if you've been here you know that it was meant to end at 30 but we extended it because the reception has been so great but it's gonna end at 50 so that will be sometime in November if you have any suggestions anything you want me to speak about in this first season before it finishes please send an email email address will be in the description please send an email if you have any dilemmas send it over there I am also going to be opening my books to take on new clients very soon to be working with one-to-one. So if you are interested in working together one-to-one, then send me a DM at my sacred return Instagram just saying waitlist and so I know to put you on priority for when I do open up my books because there are going to be limited spaces and availability and yeah anyone who reaches out and says waitlist they will get the first dibs on being able to join me and work with me I look forward to working with some new faces if they are not completely taken up within the waitlist clients I will open it to the public so you will have your time to decide again I will open up my books as and when time goes on because it's very important to me to preach only what I practice and in terms of medicine when I work with people the aim is to 
put myself out of a job and what I mean by that is when I work with people the aim is to work with them for the shortest amount of time possible so that they can be on their way and live their life. I don't want clients to be with me for 10 years consistently because that means I'm not doing my job properly. I know I'm doing my job properly when they're able to leave me sooner. Of course, I allow clients who have been with me for a certain amount of time, you can come back for just booking one session every so often in months to just review things. But my aim is within a certain amount of sessions, we work through things, we give you the tools, you're able to move forward and implement them in your life. I do not want anyone to become dependent on me. I do not need to keep taking anyone's money. The aim is to help people and basically put myself out of a job with people and then that's how I'm able to open up the books to new clients as time goes by. So yes, if you don't make it this round, there will be another round when the time is for you, if the time is for you. But if you do want to be on the priority list, then do DM me waitlist on my sacred return Instagram. Other than that, if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a five-star review and yeah I hope you all have a beautiful 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 week I know this week is a bonus episode week so I'll be back on Saturday I wish you all the best healthiest day week time wherever you are please share this episode or refer this podcast to your friends and your loved ones and I will be back on Saturday I love you guys so much until next time Thank you for joining me for an episode of My Sacred Return, the podcast. I hope this space made you feel comfortable and that you'll return next week. If you feel called to, please subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend. You can keep up with me on Instagram at My Sacred Return and the rest of my social media links will be in the description box. See you next time, Sacred Souls.